Thank you, church, for such a powerful, wonderful worship time, and thank you also, church, for what an awesome video. Can we watch that again? <laughs> we will. The last several weeks, six or so, we've been in the middle of a series that Marcia has led us through called Hebrew Words for Praising the Psalms. How many of you have absolutely loved it? It's been amazing. It's taken us through an awesome journey of hearing different Hebrew words and praise and different words with different kinds of praise. And I'm certain that there's been a different one or two or three or four or five or six that has spoken directly to you. Possibly because of where you are in your life or circumstances in your life or whatever. But what the Lord has certainly worked through it powerfully. And I know that when I thought about God, what, what was this series, like, what, it, how could I describe it? And this was, this is simply what he, what he said. It's been holy. Yeah. 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 It's been holy. Different ways of praising God. How many of you know praising God is just, I mean, so important. It is just so, so important. We're certain that this journey has touched your soul, it's touched my soul, and we're still growing through it. One thing's for sure, God is worthy of our praise. Yes. One thing's for certain, He loves us. Yes. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to live and die for us, and we can come to know Him as our Lord and Savior through a relationship with, with Jesus, we can come to know God, praise Him with, for, with Him in our life and through our life. And another thing's for certain, at some point, Jesus is going to come back and He's going to take us to heaven with Him. These are all things that are for certain. Tonight we're going to hear testimonies from some of our staff. Some of us are going to share a little bit about a certain word from this series, a Hebrew word from this series that specifically touched our lives. I want to invite them to come forward, Laura Page team, and you guys are going to come on up and they're going to get their stools ready up here. And then we're going to share a little bit. You know, just to be honest, this is what Marcia and had planned and that what we tried to do a week ago <laughs> over there at the shelter right before the tornado happened. <laughs> And so here we are, and we're going to hear these testimonies. And aren't you excited to hear what they're going to say tonight? Yes, finally, about everything that uh, God's been talking to them through this series. I'm going to take the short stool. It doesn't need to be separate from you guys. It's not a talk show. Let's spread it out a little bit. Here we go. And so, really excited to hear what God has put on your all's hearts about these, the words from praising Psalms and uh, the testimony of how God has worked through it in your lives. And I'm just going to pass the mic down because you guys actually know who's first. I don't know who's first because, you know, whoever's first, go to the mic. All right, here we go. Um, so, my word um, from this past series is Yadah. Um, which is the extending of hands in praise, the throwing of hands. And what's been so pivotal 
for me about this word is that God has really been stirring in me, um, uprooting a chronic um, baseline of fear in my life, that I've just kind of let fear exist um, no matter what it's about, you know, little thing, big thing. I just kind of let fear exist as this like baseline and I let it slide and I just try to cover it up and I try to, you know, the quick fixes and God's really been uprooting that in me and um, yes, praise the Lord. Um, oh, not yet. Um, and, um, and what's so cool about Yada is the posture for me because when I'm afraid, when I'm fearful, when I'm stressed, whenever my posture changes and my shoulders go up to my ears and I go inward and I feel that too. I feel tight, I feel all of that. But when I am just giving it all to the Lord and I'm throwing my hands in praise, even when I'm afraid, even when I'm worried, all of that changes. And I'm not wringing my hands in fear or worry or whatever, but I'm throwing my hands out and saying, even though I'm afraid, I'm still throwing out praise to the Lord because I know they will come through. And so I'm not perfect at that. I still have, if you ever see me and my children in the here, you're allowed to say, have you been done? But um, but I'm still growing in that and God's taking me through that. But that is something that I'm definitely going to take with me um, for probably years to come. I'm really teary tonight, like the Spirit of God is so here, and that video, and the worship time, like God is just here, so take that in. Um, his presence is so good. My word was halal, and if you remember, it was that very first week, and it means exuberant praise, or to be clamorously foolish, and um, I just love that. But I remember Marsha started the sermon. If you didn't listen to it or you don't remember, um, go back on YouTube or podcast and listen to it. But um, she started it with promises. Great is your faithfulness to me. And um, Larry was two weeks out of surgery and about to start chemo. And she was looking at her dad and singing that song, and they were singing it together. Think about that. And if you know Larry and Chi-Chi, they are the first to say, praise the Lord, praise God. Larry says, I'm on fire. And they truly mean that. Like, that's not, that's not a front. Like, they truly mean that. And I just thought of a time as well when Larry had a fever. Chi-Chi was in the hospital. Marsha's told this story before. And Marsha had us praying for Larry because his fevers with his condition are really, really bad. And so we were praying, um, and his fever broke, and Marsha ran out in the driveway, screaming and saying, it broke, it broke, thank you, God. And that's the law. That is the law. And so what touched me so much from that message was, even when times aren't good, because it's easy to halal when times are so beautiful and amazing and wonderful, but in the moment of cancer, surgery, and now chemo, singing that. And the fever broke. Chi-Chi's still in the hospital. Larry still has this condition, but the fever broke. And so, look at these wonderful people, pastor appreciation, like, honestly, look at them and see, like, the faithfulness 
of God in their life, but also the way that they have halaled all along. Because it's so easy when times are hard to be like, mm, no, I don't know. Um, but to halal even in those moments when times are hard. And Marsha, when I was in college or high school, gave me a journal that said, keep calm and shine on. And so part of halal is that you shine, but you're not bringing attention to you, you're bringing it to God. And so when you praise the Lord, and you might be foolish, you keep calm and shine on for the glory of God. Each week has been so rich and so deep. Thank you for leading us in this and taking us deeper. And I'm such a visual person, so the idea of posture and like actually doing that and opening yourself up to that has been so good for me, and I'm sure for so many of you in the room too. But I would say the week that God has been dealing with me the most and really inviting me into more freedom with is Sila. And I think I'm saying that right, Pastor Marsha. I always said Sela growing up. There was a band called Sela or Sela. Um, but Sela, this idea of pausing and exalting or pausing and praising. And I am not always great at pausing because I can just go into go mode, ask my friends. I usually am dropping things. It's because I am in go mode and I need to slow down, but I'm anxious or just going to the next thing and dropping things. Um, and usually in those moments, I am trying to control or make it happen in my own strength or strive, which I can get so caught up in. But this idea of Selah to pause and praise God, that changes my whole heart and mindset. So even just in the past couple weeks since hearing this message, I have found myself, like when I started to feel anxious, um, and the devil throws a random you know, fear or thought into my mind, in the past, I think I would, yes, not always, but sometimes start praying and lifting up this request to God and feeling the heaviness of it all, because it is, it can be heavy at times. But now I'm catching myself and the Spirit's inviting me into this amazing invitation to pause and praise. So yeah, lift it up to Him, tell Him what's on your heart, but to actually pause and praise not just pray, but praise God. And so that visual of like, instead of, again, wringing your hands or being fearful or trying to control, but instead pausing and praising God and trusting Him and knowing that He's got it and He's got me, that changes my mindset totally. And I could, a couple times this past week, I was in my car driving and I felt that come on. The fear be thrown at me or the thought, random thought, but to pause and then instead of just laying it all at his feet to praise God for what he's done, for what he's doing, and for who he is. And that changes everything. It really does. It's a new horizon when we do that. That was the song that talked about, um, you know, I was saying goodbye to fear and shame and anxiety, but saying hello to God and his goodness, his love, his mercy. And so I've been really encouraged by that thought for the past several weeks. So thank you for leading us deeper into that freedom. If there's anything that you guys still have in your heart that you want to say, please grab the mic back. It's cool if you can do that. Um, for me, it was Barack to kneel to bless, and they were all powerful, but for me, it was Barack to kneel and to bless. And there's some re reasons for this. It's hard for me to pick one, but uh, Barack is, is definitely the one. I think because 
the way that the Lord says it in Scripture, the way that Marcia taught us about it was that this truly is a praise posture that is meant to be humble. And humility can be a difficult thing for someone who has struggled with pride. And so to kneel, uh, to bless, to take a humble posture. And uh, that's true. Barak is an act of, I found this as a definition, Barak is an act of reverence and acknowledgement that God is the God of our lives. We put him high above everything else because he is perfectly ruling over our life. And the truth is, nothing else measures up to that, nothing else will do. Psalm 103, one says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, Barak. Bless the Lord, Barak, to bless the Lord. But then the words after that, O my soul, the Lord is talking to me recently about my soul and probably has yours through this series, the condition of it, and maybe there's some pieces and parts of your soul, and just like it's talked about me and mine, that um, maybe needs some work some healing, or some help, or some kneeling, or some blessing to God. Surrender, humility. And so, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, I think that's much deeper than just saying it with our mouth. We're not just saying a word offering to God, like, bless the Lord, Lord, I bless you, I thank you, I, I, I love you, I praise you, all that kind of thing. But a, hum a humble posture, not just with my mouth, but with my heart. And as this scripture says, with my soul and all that is within me, not some of me, but all that is within me, every part of me, bless his holy name. He's worthy of that praise. Barak, to kneel, or maybe you're not capable of kneeling. Maybe it's not even, to me, it's, it's not just the kneeling posture, but it's the heart posture of, of that. Psalm 95, 6 and 7, she referenced, Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, our Maker, for He is our God. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And we are the people of His pasture, the sheep of His hand. He is the one that leads us. In Psalm 34, 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will kneel, I will bless the Lord at all times. Imagine what would happen in my heart and yours in our life if we lived out the things that you guys are talking about and the things we've heard about throughout the series and truly lived out blessing the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, and you've probably heard the song ever be, will ever be on my lips. His praise will ever be on my lips. It comes to mind. I think one of the reasons why the Lord spoke to me about this one is because there was a few weeks back, a month or a month and a half or so back, I was standing over here, and it was response time, and I was standing, and people were responding, lighting candles, doing different things, and the Lord impressed upon me to kneel and pray, and I did not do it. A couple of days later, Marsh is like, you're off, something needs, you need to spend some time with God, you need to go spend, you know, she, you, she knows. <laughs> So I did. Long story short, the Lord said to my spirit, you didn't kneel. I didn't kneel. 
And so, because I know how to get into this building, I drove back out here and I came and I knelt down right there. Um, I didn't feel like anything in my house was going to do at that time, or I don't know why, but I did. And so the Lord was present. And I don't think it was about just that. I think what it really is, and what I'm so growing in it, and probably you too, is the Lord gave me a thing to do for whatever reason, and I didn't do it, you know? And so it spoke to me that night when she was talking about Barack, that posture of kneeling, but that posture of heart surrender. And uh, blessing the Lord. So Barack, that's my testimony. Can you guys sit, thank them for sharing And so, whether it's Halal or Yada, Sila, Barak, or any of the other Hebrew words for praise that we learned about, here's, here's what God has in store for us tonight. We're going to we're going to have a time of praise and praise response tonight. We feel like that really nothing else matters, nothing else will do besides just getting honest before the Lord, getting humble before God, and just inviting Him to work in our lives however He wants to do it, and to praise Him however we feel inspired in our heart to do it. We do not want to go through the motions at church. We want to provide have opportunities where people can truly connect and worship the Lord God. We want to invite you tonight here just a little bit to maybe you want to come and you want to kneel and just take that humble heart posture that we talked about. Or maybe tonight you truly do want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Accept Jesus Christ in your life and make him Savior. But maybe for you, it's not, he is your Savior but there's a part of your heart, a part of your life that you have not surrendered yet and he is saying something to you about that and tonight, it's your night to not just have him as your savior but Jesus Christ is my savior and my Lord. Amen. Maybe you're, you're, you're there, you just want to extend hand in praise the rest of the night, bless you. But whatever you choose to do tonight in this response time of praise, Approach his throne with genuine praise. Yeah. Yeah. And approach his throne with confidence, yeah. knowing that he loves you, mm -hmm. that he has, just like we said before, he's worthy of our praise. And he sent Jesus Christ, his son, as our savior, and he's coming again someday, and we're going to go to heaven yeah. when we know him as Lord and Savior. I don't know if you've heard, but this week there were some powerful moves of God in our in, in our life groups and ministries. In our ministries. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this. I don't know not, but guys, this is what we're saying. At women's group, there were there were ladies who chose to make Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. They surrendered. And, and, and the Savior also. I don't even know all of the Savior and the Lord, but like people are realizing 
He's my savior. I, I prayed, he's my savior. Yes, I'm going to heaven, but he's not been Lord. And so they, there were moments like that, powerful moments like that. And then you know what? The next night at men's group, the same thing happened. Not the same exact thing, but it, it was a move. As Larry said, it was like Pentecostal. What he means by that is it was real, holy, surrender, and powerful moment of God moving. One individual, one man, he gave his life to Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. I mean, like, literally, he gave his life to Savior and Lord. Another man, two other guys were like, you know what? He's not been my Lord, and I want to make him Lord tonight. And we had this powerful prayer time on Wednesday night with men. And then, the next night at youth group, it happened at youth group. Students were choosing to make Jesus Christ Savior and Lord. That's what this whole thing is about. You see videos about growth. This is, this is, that's the only growth that matters. I mean, we want to truly, we want, honestly, we would love for everyone to be around all the time and all those kinds of things so that we grow and our relationships grow and those things do matter. But what really matters is people choosing to make Jesus Christ their Savior and their Lord. That's, that's what matters tonight. So we celebrate all those kinds of things. And you know what? We've heard stories of some of these individuals who gave their life to Jesus Christ this week or made him Lord, that the enemy has been coming hard after them to try to pull them back, pull them down, or discourage them, and all that kind of stuff. And you may be like, Eric Marshall, that's actually been me this week. And I wasn't even one of those individuals at group that had that moment, but that's me. Here's the truth. For me, for Josh, for Marsha, for Dallas, or anyone, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. God, who we worship. We worship God. We worship the Son, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit works in and through us to help other people to come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. We're going to have opportunity tonight to respond in praise. So we just want to invite you. You'll, you'll notice there's, there's no candles tonight. There's just space. Lots of space in front row for you as God leads to, to respond to the Lord and what He's saying to you in your life. What do you say to you in your heart? Is Jesus Christ your Savior? Praise Him. Amen. If He's your Savior, can you honestly say, Jesus is the Lord? Maybe there's a part of your heart, a part of your soul, a part of your life that you just haven't totally given up to God, and you're like, you know what? This is what's holding me back. We know, we know, we know, don't we? We know. We want to invite you to praise the Lord and get in that humble posture of surrender and whatever that looks like for you tonight. Whether you stand in praise, or you decide to kneel and pray, or you decide to surrender, you decide to get in a posture of praise, or maybe just extend a hand. Bottom line, nothing else matters. Nothing else will do. 
you're like me, in times in my life, throughout my life, at times we try to fill it with something else, nothing else will do. It might seem like it for a little bit, but not really. The only thing that really, really works is when we truly do humble ourselves before the Lord and say, God, I need you. This past Wednesday night, I witnessed men pray for other men, cry with other men, celebrate with other men, because there were men who were humbly, openly saying out loud, Lord, I've tried and I can't try anymore. I give it up. You're my word. If you are experiencing in your life tonight a call of God where you just want to make Jesus Christ Lord, make Jesus Christ Savior, or pray about anything else, approach His throne tonight with praise and humble surrender as we sing and as we respond. Let me pray. Father, we come before you tonight and we believe that you are the one that we worship and you are the one that we are surrendering to. And so God, as we worship and praise you and respond and whatever you want to do, God, we pray in Jesus' name that your spirit would move powerfully through this place. God, we sense your presence. We know that you're here. We know that you're working in the lives of people. We know that you're working in all of our lives, God. You are talking to us. And so, God, I pray that no, none of us would be resistant. Forgive us for times that we are. Forgive us for times that we, you say kneel and we don't. Forgive us for times that we aren't humble or honest with you. God, you already know. God, I want to pray for the individuals who are striving and trying and are tired. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Would you draw them to yourself tonight? Yes. God, we pray for the individuals tonight who really do need a move of God in their life, in their circumstance, in their heart. Oh, God, I pray tonight we would not just look at our circumstances, God, but we would look to you. Amen. That we would give them to you give ourselves to you. God, move powerfully tonight. Oh God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. As you respond, as we sing, do it with praise. And Laura and I will be available to pray with you if you'd like to pray about anything. But certainly, come and find a spot. Respond to whatever God, whatever God is saying to you tonight. But do it humbly and do it honestly. God will meet you wherever you are.